This is the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames. Brought to you by Special Needs Family Resources, LLC. For the next hour, we'll be discussing the particular challenges and real-life solutions for families with special needs. If you found us, please know that you are not alone. To find out more, go to SpecialNeedsFamilyHour.com. Now, it's your host, Julie Ames, on AM860, The Answer. Thanks for listening today to the Special Needs Family Hour. I'm Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. Our show is dedicated to helping parents and caregivers who are caring for special people. The theme of this show is the essay, Welcome to Holland, by Emily Pearl Kingsley. Kingsley describes the experience of raising a child with a disability. It's like planning a fabulous vacation trip to Italy, only to realize that your plane has landed in Holland. Holland isn't a bad place. It's just a different place. So you must go out, buy a new guidebook, learn a whole new language, and meet a whole new group of people you would never have met. Holland is code word for living life with those with disabilities. My hope and prayer is that the challenges we all face in Holland will make us better people. This has been a good time in Holland for us. Our oldest two daughters, Maria and Christina, are on the autism spectrum and have intellectual disabilities. Our youngest daughter, Anna, is a typical teenager. Christina just graduated from high school and will be joining Maria in her transition program. When you live in Holland, going to school is very important for your child. It's important for all children, but we mustn't minimize the importance for special needs children. Their success in school leads to their acceptance and success in a job training program, and a job leads to having a meaningful life by helping them to afford a safe place to live, giving them a purpose, and a group of friends. A good job takes the place of school for them. However, in Holland, going to school can sometimes be a challenge, and it's important that parents do their best to keep them in school. Our girls love school. However, there have been many times that they may say they don't feel well, and they're really just experiencing anxiety. It's important for them to go to school for two reasons. One is not to fall behind. I find, especially for Maria, if she misses a day or two, her anxiety just increases. It also helps them as far as starting a vocational training program because sometimes their acceptance is dependent on their attendance at school. Special needs children are able to go to school until they're 22 years old. When your child turns 22 years old, it has been compared to falling off a cliff for parents. This is when the school bus no longer takes them to school. At this time, parents fear that their children will turn in on themselves, spending the day playing computer games and watching TV in the room or in the basement. A parent will find themselves battling their child's boredom, lack of stimulation, and lack of physical activity. Our goal has been to minimize the impact of their 22nd birthdays by helping them to become as independent as possible. The impact of getting a job will affect their independence and will keep them from falling off the cliff and help them to have a healthy and fulfilled life. Today on the show, we have Milton Moss, the Vocational Rehabilitation Area Supervisor for Hillsborough, Hernando, and Pasco Counties for the Division of Vocational Rehabilitation, Florida Department of Education, and Kate Soseski, a vocational rehabilitation supervisor for adult and children customers. 
I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. To reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. That's specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM860, The Answer. I am here with Milton Moss, the Vocational Rehabilitation Area Supervisor, Division of Vocational Rehabilitation, Florida Department of Education, and Kate Saseski, a vocational rehabilitation supervisor for adult and student customers. Hi, Milton and Kate. Please introduce yourself and tell the listeners a little bit about your background and how you got involved in vocational rehabilitation. Good morning, Julie. Thank you so much for having me on the show. My journey to vocational rehabilitation started in the late 80s when I started working with the state of Florida. And at that time, I worked with the Department of Children and Families in the foster care system. And while my job at that time was primarily paper-oriented, I was certainly very familiar with all the cases, knew the young people, and saw what the challenges were. Right. And as time went by, um, I found the job very rewarding. And after a major life-changing event that I had, I made the decision that I wanted to work more directly with people. Right. And so I made the decision to go to USF to earn a degree and a master's degree in rehabilitation and mental health counseling. Hmm. And as part of my training at USF, I did an internship at vocational rehabilitation and found the experience very rewarding. Um, as we'll talk about later, vocational rehabilitation yes. works with individuals with disabilities seeking employment of all ages, and very rewarding. And in 2006, I started working with the Division of Vocational Rehabilitation, and through the years, I've had a variety of roles, working as a counselor, a unit supervisor, and currently, I'm an area supervisor. Yes. Well, you just got a promotion. You're area supervisor for Hillsboro, Hernando, and Pasco? Yes, that's okay. correct. Okay. Wow. Thank you. Yes. And Kate, tell us a little bit about how you got involved. Good morning, Julie. Thank you for having me as well. Um, I, I'm i a person with a disability myself. I have cerebral palsy. Oh, okay. Um, and I actually kind of fell into rehabilitation counseling at um, during... After I finished my bachelor's degree from Eckerd College, um, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Right. And in looking and trying to find my way, I decided I was going to go to grad school. So I went to the University of Florida. Um, and while I was there, during my internships, I worked with the Division of Blind Services for their yes. vocational rehabilitation department. And then after leaving there, I took a position in St. Pete for Division of Blind Services there as one of their VR counselors. Um, during my tenure there, I decided that I wanted more exposure to different disabilities and right. things, so I moved over to vocational rehabilitation, where I've worked as a counselor, senior counselor, consultant, and now as a unit supervisor out of the Newport Ritchie office in Pasco County. 
Wow. So what a journey. And it's, it was wonderful because as a person who is utilizing vocational rehabilitation for both of my daughters, you guys are such an awesome resource. Could you tell the audience a little bit more about what you what you do, Milton? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, first of all, I'd like to start with the mission of vocational rehabilitation. And our mission is to help people with disabilities find and maintain employment and enhance their independence. Our vision on how we accomplish this mission is to become the first place people with disabilities turn when seeking employment and a top resource for employers in need of qualified employees. Yes. So vocational rehabilitation at its heart, we are here to help individuals with disabilities obtain and maintain employment. Right. Um, Generally speaking, it's a process. And at the heart of the process is the counselor, the vocational rehabilitation counselor. And I think the best way to explain the process is kind of walk somebody through what happens when you come to our office. Right. Once you come to our office, you're scheduled to meet with the counselor. And the counselor you'll be meeting with is a highly trained vocational rehabilitation counselor. And what that counselor will do is first and foremost, get to know you as a person. Um, who you are, um, what your vocational dreams are, what your goals are, and to get to know you as a person. The next step in the process is to help identify the strong points and weak points. Um, What do we have that's really strong that we can build on? What are some weaker points that we need to um, help mitigate? Right. And one of the things that I as a counselor always remind people and certainly coming to see a counselor for the first time, we understand that they're nervous and anxious and may be reluctant to share some of the information. But I always remind everybody that we all have strong points and weak points, you know, every one of us. Yes. And, you know, as a counselor, we're there simply to help identify the strong ones and build on those like any of us would do and to find how we can work around the weaker points. Yes. So once we're done with that, then what we do is we decide if and what further assessments we need. Sometimes that may mean um, talking to a psychologist, talking to a medical doctor, any of you know, the allied medical professions we work with, with the goal being you know, help identify you know, where are we at, um, what are any, you know, the diagnosis, the strengths, the weaknesses, where, where are we at. Right. And once we're done with the assessment part, then what we do is we move to developing what we call our individual plan of employment. And what this is, is it's a very focused plan that we identify what our job goal is. Yes. You know, what type of job are we working toward? Vocational rehabilitation is all about jobs and helping individuals with disabilities obtain jobs and maintain them. Right. So a lot of care and attention is given to what is that job we're looking toward? And then what we do is in this plan, based on discussions that we have, we determine what are the goods and services that we need to obtain this job. Right. So in other words, what do I need to do as a counselor to help? What do you need to do? And what are outside resources that we can use to help us? Yes. Um, it's very important to remember that each case is individual 
So it's not just a cookie cutter where everybody is has the same thing. So it's very individualized and tailored to that person. Right. And so, you know, a lengthy discussion is, you know, not only what are the goods and services, but also we have many vendors that work with us. And we determine what vendors do we need to involve, you know, once again, to help us achieve that goal of, of the employment. Yes. And then, of course, once we have the plan, we put it in place and implement it. And it's something that there's a lot of ongoing monitoring, discussion, and and teamwork between all the parties, you know, which is certainly the customer, the VR counselor, the vendor, and of course employers. You know, we're a team working together. Right. And certainly, then what the goal is is that we achieve that vocational goal. And then, of course, for a period of time, VR will follow along with the case in case you know any issues come up where our help is needed. And then once it's determined that that job is stable, then vocational rehabilitation, we step out. Um, We're all about competitive employment, which means that there are all kind of help, resources, and support we give. But at at the end of the day, the person, the individual, need to get the job on their own and maintain it on their own. Yes. And so we are the support network behind them. And of course, once they've achieved this goal and we agree that it's everybody agrees it's stable, then we step out and the case ends at that point. But certainly, and I want to emphasize that if ever there is a need for us again, like say there's a problem at the job, say duties change and the individual's having a problem with the duties, um, we are always there to help. They can simply make a phone call, come back, and we are there to help as the resource. That's wonderful. You know, going back to that vision yeah. that we want to be the first place, you know, that individuals with disabilities, employers go, that if they need assistance. Yes. Well, is it, it with just your vendors and all that you have at your access? Years ago, I had a friend, before I even knew what vocational rehab was, who had a hearing problem. And she came to you guys. You helped her as far as hearing aids, as far as dressing, jobs. And it was a whole person. And now that I have two children at vocational rehab, you're so right because you do address each individual and whatever their challenges are. Yes, yes. And when you talk about vendors, vendors can be anything from someone modifying a vehicle so someone can ride to work with a disability, correct? Yes, that's correct. So, And that this kind of ties back to the employment plan that we we're talking about. Yes. That we look at this goal and what is needed to achieve this goal. And... In some cases, if somebody has a hearing impairment, it may involve a hearing aid, right. um, if, if appropriate. But there's always that connection to what is the good or service and what needs to be done to achieve this goal. Yes. Well, that's what's so wonderful about you guys is you meet people where they are. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to Special Needs Family Hour on AM860, The Answer. I'm here with Milton Moss and Kate Saksewski with Vocational Rehabilitation, and we are going to continue this conversation on the other side, and we'll discuss more of what you're doing with some of the younger kids next. Does that sound good? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so please stay with us, and we'll be right back. To reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM 860, The Answer. 
To contact Julie, go to SpecialNeedsFamilyHour.com. That's SpecialNeedsFamilyHour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. I am here with Milton Moss, the Vocational Rehabilitation Area Supervisor, Division of Vocational Rehabilitation, Florida Department of Education, and Kate Soseski, a Vocational Rehabilitation Supervisor for Adult and Student Customers. And we have been discussing vocational rehabilitation and the process of an individual using it. But Kate specializes with students and adults. So right now we're going to talk more about that student that may be looking and wondering what they're going to do for work. Well, Vocational Rehabilitation's School to Work Transition Program works with students between the ages of 15 to 21 that are still involved in the public high school system. And we help students with disabilities prepare for um, employment after they exit school. And this can encompass um, college. Post-secondary. This can involve college, vocational technical school, on-the-job training, or um, job placement, depending on the needs, interests, and abilities of the particular student. Great. And so a student, so someone can come to you as young as 15, correct? So it's 15 to 21. So how do they get in contact with you? How does a student end up with vocational rehabilitation? I'm glad you asked that question. There's (laughs) multiple ways that they can get in touch with us. They can go onto our website, www.rehabworks.org and look for the office closest to their home. They can go to their school transition specialist and let them know that they're interested in applying for vocational rehabilitation services, and a counselor can meet them out at the school. Um, A lot of our counselors go out into the community in the evenings and on weekends to um, act as a liaison for vocational rehabilitation and advertise our services, and they can um, contact us. Now, how would they contact you, Kate? What's the best way for them to get to hold of you? Probably the best way to contact us, since we have a number of offices throughout the Tampa Bay area, is to go to our website at www.rehabworks.org and locate the office that's closest to them. My number is 727-484-1431, and we're available to answer any questions. If Newport Ritchie isn't the closest office for you, I will make sure that we get you in touch with the office that's closest to you. Awesome. All right. Great. Now, you have the program called the STAR Program. Yes, ma'am. And that's new because mm-hmm. I was going through the – we did the show about two years ago on vocational rehabilitation. And the reason for doing it is because you're reaching more into the younger generation, the, the kids that are still in school. Yes. And yes. way back when, it was, a, it was a thought that it would be nice – but now it's, it's been signed into law, I guess, 2014, and, and we're doing that now. So with the STAR program, can you tell me a little bit about that? Sure. The STAR program was initiated because of the Workforce Innovation Opportunities Act. Yes. That was signed into law in 2014. And STAR stands for Student Transition Activities Record. And what the STAR program is designed to do is it's designed to assist those students in high school who aren't sure how they if they want to participate in VR services or if they just don't want to take the time to go through the eligibility and individualized plan for employment right. 
um, sections of of the traditional program. Right, because originally when the girls, when I was assigning up Marie and Christina, we went through the traditional where you go through and you do all the testing and you do all of that. But this is wonderful because they're able just to walk in and you're able to help them with different services. But what are some of the services that you help them with? Some of the services that we're able to do are career exploration, uh, work readiness training, which includes pre-employment resume building, um, interview skills, as well as, um, you know, guidance on training and information on labor market information on, um, you know, jobs that may interest the Yes, because they did that with Christina, because um, Christina is fascinated with the mailroom. And the VR counselor said, well, I don't know how long mailrooms are going to be out. And she took out the statistics and told us what was going on with mailrooms. And she says, I think we need to say clerical worker, and, and that will put her in the mailroom vicinity type work. Did you want to say something, Milton? No, I think that I had the smile when I saw your <laughs> smile with that, because one of the keys with vocational rehabilitation is jobs that people are happy with, they're comfortable, they can be successful at. And a big part of the counselor's job is to help the individual find that because in many cases, people don't know. And it sounds like your daughter is one of those that didn't know. And and what a rewarding feeling working through when to see that moment. Well, my gosh, I like that. That's something that's me. Yeah, that smile and that goes off. Yes. So I had the smile when I heard that. (laughs) Yes. Well, it started with her with the discovery program. And I don't know if I'm jumping ahead here, but with the discovery program, um, the the counselor came, they met with her and that was a vendor. When we talk about vendors, vendors are people that work with an individual in different capacities. Yes. So her vendor's first name was Kate. Kate worked with her. We toured Florida College. And they really didn't need help in the mailroom. It was very small. Maybe that's why they're disappearing. <laughs> and she ended up helping in the the cafeteria and cleaning mm-hmm. tables and stocking napkins, sweeping the floor, watering plants. And these were things that she would do, and she did in the summer, and then we did some in the spring. And from that, another person that was helping with VR did a whole interview with Christina. I found that Christina thought she wanted to work at Chick-fil-A. Wow, and wow. I would have never known that. Yeah. You know, the VR, the specialist isn't talking to mom; they're talking to Christina. And what's neat about it is Christina intellectually is about first or second grade. But all of you, you always talk to the individual. They sign papers. Of course, I've got to sign because I'm technically the guardian. Yes. But you're always talking to her or Maria directly. And, yes, yes. and that's meeting people where their needs are. Yes, absolutely. So, and and one of your star students on the website. And this goes back to what you were saying. No one should be hesitant if you're borderline to call. But your star student on the website, she says, I don't communicate well. I don't get along well with people. And this is on the homepage video. I She was, said she was bipolar and she had a spinal injury. So she was in a wheelchair. And she came to you guys. And she says, I don't know what it means. They say I'm a star student. You placed her as a library assistant. She's able to have an apartment. She has a life. And to me, that's such a a great example just between my children and someone like this who is very um, at the other end of the intellectual spectrum but has other challenges. Yes. And just the fact that someone would come to you and say, well, I don't get along with people and I don't communicate well. (laughs) What are you going to do about it? (laughs) Well, one of the things that always goes through my mind and I always remind everybody that I always ask how many of us as adults are working in the job now 
that we thought we would be working in high school. Um, usually sure. whenever I talk to people, it's just a couple of hands that go up. So a few of us are that focused and, and know that. Yes. And so most of us, that's part of our journey, figuring out who we are, what we want to do, um, getting the confidence to see that we can do something. Yes. And so with customers that come in to work with us, especially students, that just like with Christina, that that is the goal to help them see uh, you know, what is out there, what's involved with it. Uh, many times they may want to do a job, but not know the reality of it. Right. For instance, many times with young young males, the job, vocational goal game designer comes up. Right. And people don't see and realize all of the minute technical computer programming detail that goes into that. And so by helping them do this career exploration that... They can see whether or not, well, maybe this is for me or maybe it's not when I see it. Yes. And so just like all of us go on that journey, that we help them on that journey to give them confidence, to know what's out there and to make those career choices. Yes. Yeah, so I remember someone from Hillsborough County, they were talking about transition programs and this this student, he wanted to work at, he wanted to be a doctor, but intellectually he was not going to be a doctor. What it really amounted to it is he wanted to wear a white coat. Yes, yes. And they, they said, we can do that. Yes, yes. <laughs> so it's, it's back to meeting people where they are and helping them figure it out. So for, in Christina's situation, because sometimes she doesn't like loud noises or a lot of commotion and transitions because she is on the autism spectrum, she's autistic, is um, you guys suggested more clerical. So she was so fascinated by the mailroom. So versus yes, Chick-fil-A, yes. Not, not to say the cafeteria was perfect, but Chick-fil-A is a very busy place. Yes. So, And what we did with her and what we do with everybody is with the programs that we have for the high school students with disabilities, the career exploration. You know, any, like Ms. Saksevsky was saying, any career explorations. Yes. Um, we have pre-placement training programs that involve working, teaching job skills, how to interview, how to keep a schedule, how conflict resolution any of those skills that we as adults take for granted yes. that are necessary to survive. And then, of course, work experiences and discovery. But right. all of these programs are about helping me find out who am I, what are my strengths, what are my weaknesses, and what path do I want to take my journey toward employment. Right. And along the way, they're building their resumes as far as talents, and there's always transferable skills. Yes, yes. Well, let's take a break. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. I am here with Milton Moss and Kate Soseski with Vocational Rehabilitation. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. To reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to Special Needs Family Hour. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to specialneedsfamilyhour.com. That's specialneedsfamilyhour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM860, The Answer. I am here with Milton Moss and Kate Soseski, a vocational rehabilitation. 
And Kate, I was wondering, could you tell us a little bit more about the self-advocacy skills that you help individuals with? Um, Another part of the STAR program is self-advocacy. And what it is designed to do is to help our students learn how to advocate for themselves with employers if they're doing school interviews um, through, you know, expressing what their interests are, what their skills are, and in identifying what their difficulties are so that they can go to their employer and feel comfortable to say, you know, Mr. Jones, I'm having difficulty in this particular area. Would you or somebody on the job be able to help me? And it gives them the confidence to do this type of interaction, which a lot of students with disabilities don't want to do because they're afraid to speak up for themselves. So this Training gives them the power to have the gives them the power to have the information they need to, to do move that forward. right and to realize that this that that's who they are mm-hmm. that they can just move yes. forward. Yes. Did, did you, you want to add something, Milton? Actually, I did. Um, Kate had mentioned um, you know the self advocacy with employers, and I think it's also very important to note that the importance of the employers in the vocational rehabilitation process. Yes. The employers are certainly part of our team. Um, For without the employers, there would be no success. There's an incredible role that they play. And in the Tampa Bay area, just absolutely incredible employers that work with us. And they are such an important part of the process and such an important part of our team. And certainly I want to recognize them and acknowledge them and, and certainly thank them for all the work that they do and the help. Yes. Well, how do they find you, employers that are, might be listening? Because I know that a lot of times with people with disabilities are, I don't know, sometimes more dependable. Like, for instance. We- yes, yes. Um, I don't have the actual technical research and the citations right, in right. front of me. But generally speaking, research has shown that individuals with disabilities Certainly, attendance, learning the job, loyalty, any of the skills that an employer would want in somebody, they certainly have them and more. Right. And so many of these misconceptions that they're out, people with disabilities are out sick more, they miss more work, that the the research does not show that. Great, great. Um, and, And quite honestly, what I have seen is that many times that that job means so much to them. Right. It's such an important part of their life, and they treat it as such. And certainly the employer benefits from that commitment and dedication. Right, right. And how the employers find us, there are various um, ways that, that the Vision of Vocational Rehabilitation reaches out to employers. You know, job helplines that they right. have, you know, advertisements from the Division oh, of Vocational okay. Rehabilitation, the job coaches, Okay. There are many mechanisms that we reach out and connect with employers. Yes. Now, are there some new programs that are coming along that you were going to talk about? Yes. Um, in addition to the self-advocacy that Kate was talking about, there's also a program called peer mentoring that okay. is on the drawing board. And it's simply exactly what it says, you know, peers with mentoring each other. Mm-hmm. And once again, with the intent being with all of these programs you know, and we're talking about young people right. and under the secondary school umbrella, is what can we do and how can we give the most intensive career exploration and development possible? Right. And certainly self-advocacy, 
the program, the new addition that Kate was talking about, peer mentoring are both positive ways to do that. To yes. once again, help the person see who am I, what do I want to do, to believe in myself that I can do it, to have that support, right. and to have more people on their team, to give well, the confidence. Yes. But could you share with the listeners some success stories that you've had? I know you can't mention names, but could you tell a little bit about some success stories? Yes. We're very, very big on confidentiality. So, yes, I know. So no names. One story that comes to mind, and it's been several years since I've been a direct counselor day today, so I certainly have the privilege of working with the supervisors and hearing right. their success stories. But one personal one that stands out to me is there was a lady that came in to work with me. I'm an adult, and her dream was to be a nurse. Mm-hmm. And it was very clear that you know, she wanted to be a nurse and was committed to that. English was not her first language. So one of the challenges to help her become a nurse was to work on the English skills so she could do the academic work and, of course, pass the entrance tests in the school she wanted to go to. And as part of our assessment, we identified the strong points and the weak points. And, of course, the language was an issue and the academics were not quite where we wanted them to be. Right. And not because she didn't have the intelligence, but because of the language challenge. And so we knew that to go right into being a nurse and going to school, that that probably was not the most effective way. Because one of the cardinal rules as a counselor is certainly confidentiality, but we never set people up and and put people in a direction that we see, you know, Failure. Yeah, realistically, that there would be problems that we have not addressed. So what I did with this young lady is I helped put together a plan where to help her get coaching and guidance to bring the academics and the English up. Right. Um, Once again, we're very fortunate in the Tampa Bay area, just incredible schools that are committed to helping people. And so I helped her connect with programs to help increase the English proficiency, um, to help address the math and science proficiency. And approximately a year went by, year and a half. And this lady, she worked very hard at that. And she did bring the, all the scores up so she could be admitted to the program she wanted. Wow. Um, the academics were where we wanted them to be. And she was admitted. And she did successfully complete the program. Right. And so as a counselor, I found that rewarding because when I first started talking to her, the self-esteem, the belief that I could do this was very, very minimal. Right. And so she needed the encouragement to show a path. And for us as an agency, vocational rehabilitation, and as a counselor, to be with her on that journey as she made the journey. I'm sure that's very rewarding. Yeah. Yes, and Kate, do you have a six, favorite success story? Yes, I do. Um, while working as a consultant in Pasco County, I met a student, or I inherited um, a case with a student. We'd been working with him while he was in high school. Yes. Um, he was on the spectrum, autism spectrum as yes. well. And he was, um, he, he knew what he wanted to do. We'd put him through... Um, the vocational evaluation, we had him do a few OJT on the job training, excuse me. Yes. And, um, 
he knew that he wanted to work for himself. Wow. So what we did, um, with the help of the school, his mom, or his family, his support system, and providers, um, we helped him develop his own business. Really? And it's, mm-hmm. We developed a vending machine business um, for him, and he uh, has five, now he has five vending machines throughout Hillsborough and Pasco County. Um, the majority, I think, are in local sheriff's and police department offices, wow. and they sell um, healthy food snacks and drink choices. So instead of your soda and your candy bars, yes. they sell water, flavored water, um, iced tea, unflavored or unsweetened iced tea, um, healthy fruit snacks, nuts, wow. um, you know, veggie chips, that kind of thing. That's exciting. And, yes, it is. And yes. we worked a very long time. We worked with him for, I think, three and a half years to help him implement his business. We did everything from... Um, helping him design the logos on his T-shirts and hats, oh purchasing the equipment, the vending machines, um, you know, all of the advertising pieces. And his he was also working with other community partners, so he had personal care attendants that would also help him go out to his vending machine sites and wow. load and reload his machines, you know, help him... Um, get more business coming in. Yes. So I think now he's up to, this was about two and a half years ago, so I think now he's up to six machines throughout the area. Okay. We purchased four, and he's purchased the last two on his own. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, because I'm always, um, I'm actually talking to someone that is in franchising, looking at special needs businesses, businesses that would be perfect for special needs. Anyways, it's an interest that I'm exploring. And sh- yeah, yeah, and, and, wow. Yeah, so she's researching it. So who knows? But that's a great example right there. And it it shows the power of working together, collaborating, Mm -hmm. all focused on the same mission. What can be accomplished with that? Yes. And we've had other successful placements at um, the Veterans Administration on Bay Pines. Of course. And um, Publix, Chick-fil-A, Winn-Dixie. Just lots of them. All all over. Our business, VR has business relations individuals that go out and... um, you know, encourage employers to work with us. I think pretty much every unit has a representative that right. is at the chamber involved in the chamber of commerce. Great. Um, and a lot of the VR counselors individually develop their own on-the-job training situations as well as um, placements. Yes. Great. So, so you've, we're all out in the community. Yeah, so you're doing a great job in creating those relationships. Well, let's take a break. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM860, The Answer. I'm here with Milton Moss and Kate Soseski with Vocational Rehabilitation. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. To reach Julie or any of the guests on today's show, call 813-816-2637. That's 813-816-2637. Or go to SpecialNeedsFamilyHour.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Special Needs Family Hour with Julie Ames on AM860, The Answer. To contact Julie, go to SpecialNeedsFamilyHour.com. That's SpecialNeedsFamilyHour.com. Now, here's Julie Ames. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM860, The Answer. I'm here with Melton Moss and Kate Soseski with Vocational Rehabilitation. And, Melton, I was wondering if there are people out there thinking, who, who should be calling you? Okay, okay. 
the last few minutes we've talked about an overview about what vocational rehabilitation, who we are, um, some of the basics of what we do, and it's very individualized, and we, we basically scratch the surface. Yes. You know, there's so much more to say, and certainly we have time constraints. But I think in cl- to close here, what I'd like to say is that there may be individuals that are not sure whether or not vocational rehabilitation may or may not help. Right. Um, maybe whether I can or cannot work. Right. Maybe whether or not something would or would not benefit my child. And what my message is, is that I just strongly encourage you to come in and contact vocational rehabilitation and come in and talk with us. Yes. As counselors and us around the table here, we all know the importance of work besides the money and the paycheck part, which is certainly right. very important. Right. But there's so much more that is important, the being part of something bigger than myself, yes. teamwork and working with other people, being independent, um, right. using my skills, talents, and abilities, um, working with other people, um, just developing myself as a better, more rounded individual. Yes. And we realize that and come from the perspective at vocational rehabilitation that there's something that everybody can do. Right. We need to find it. Yes. And that is what, what we are here for. And so I just strongly encourage people that if you want, want to know more or questioning whether or not it's for you, give us a call. Talk to us. And I think that you know, you'll be very happy with what you hear. And the same for any employers that are listening. If you're an employer, small, large, to contact vocational rehabilitation, find out how we can help your business achieve one of the most challenging parts, getting good and qualified people to do jobs. Right. You're part of our team. Yes. And we could be reached at, like we said earlier in the show, our website is www.rehabworks.org. That's www.rehabworks.org. Or feel free to call me. My name is, as we've said, Milton Moss, and my phone number is area code 813-233-3608. That's 813-233-3608. And like I said, I'm just really looking forward to having us be part of vocational rehabilitation, be part of your journey to the employment yes. and vocation that you're looking for. Yes. And Kate, did you have some contact information? Yes. My name is Kate Saksevsky out of the Newport Ritchie Vocational Rehabilitation Office, and I can be reached at 727-484-1431. Again, that's 727-484-1431. Yes. Well, I, as a mom of special needs, I am so excited about vocational rehab because we're at the we're slowly closing in on the end of our transition for one of our daughters and the beginning of the transition school for the other. And it's so important that as far as a person having a great life, they need a decent place to live, safe. <laughs> they need a purpose in life and fun friends and family. And when you look at a lot of people with disabilities or, or the challenges and the fixed incomes that they're living in, just the fact that they're able to make more money, that gives them a place to go, a purpose in life. It helps with the family, yes, the friends, yes. and the fun part. Because every, every little bit more money helps. So, um, so yes, I'm, yes. I don't know what my children will be able to do, but if they can 
whatever they can do, whatever they enjoy doing, I know it will make their life more fulfilling for them. And I am just so thankful that both of you are here. Thank you for coming, Milton. This thank is your you second so much. your it's second my show. Pleasure. Yes, my pleasure. yes, and thank you for the update. And I'm so glad that you guys are now going into high school and helping people there. And thank you, Kate, so much for being here today. I'm Julie Ames, and you're listening to the Special Needs Family Hour on AM 860, The Answer. Please join us next Sunday at 1. Thank you for listening to the Special Needs Family Hour. If you've missed any part of today's program, you can get the podcast of this and every show at specialneedsfamilyhour.com. While there, please take advantage of the resources we've made available. And if you're so inclined, please support the advertisers that support this program. More than anything, just know that you are not alone. And we invite you to join us next Sunday at 1 for the Special Needs Family Hour, only on AM 860. The Answer. The Answer.